0: Welcome to the God's Purposeful Women podcast. I'm your host, I'm Erica Smith, Tiffany Javier, and I'm Brittany Mirwood, and we are just Sisters in Christ having conversations about life to bring biblical wisdom and to inspire you. So today's topic, we are talking about trauma and traumatic experiences. So anyone want to start? I can start. So everyone on earth experiences um, some type of trauma or trauma experience, traumatic experience. Um, Whether you're a day old, whether you're 99 years old, there's no getting away from trauma. I mean, in fact, little things that we see is just life can be traumatic for someone. Um, But I do believe that if you keep your eyes on Jesus, you can get through the trauma and sometimes well you're gonna get through no matter what but I think sometimes we can get through it quickly and become better on the other side if we keep our focus on Jesus so. yeah
1: I definitely agree with that I think uh, we need the Lord um, to help us through traumatic experiences so mm-hmm. yeah, I
0: agree with that And so what do you think um, it I think that we were talking recently about the children always being attacked mm-hmm. and, and things like that and it starts a lot of our traumatic experiences start in childhood Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. so I mean you know what do you think about that Brittany?
2: Um, I think trauma is inevitable we've all experienced some level of trauma whether it's major or mild Um, and I agree I think everything our childhood is really the root of who we are today because that's what shaped us Mm -hmm. we're the most impressionable when we're children or babies so there's, there's no doubt, like I always connect everything back to childhood, like, you know, what happened to you, what didn't happen to you, what was said to you, what wasn't said to you, why, like, why, you know, why are you the way you are? Um, so I just think, um, but a lot of people don't, don't even, can't even pinpoint trauma, traumatic experiences, because a lot of people would like naturally just like put stuff in the back or, you know, like ignore it
0: or act like it didn't happen, or it's normalized um, Mm -hmm. in the upbringing, so. And you don't know unless you go get therapy. And in therapy, they take you right back to childhood and ask you these questions. Yeah, it's not the only way to expose yourself to it, but it is one
2: very helpful tool to to expose yourself to it. And, um, you know, I always recommend therapy, like, Like even now, like you would uncover the surface of some traumatic experience and then you continue on with therapy, you continue on with life and you realize that five years from now, you're uncovering a new traumatic experience that Mm -hmm. happened way back when because of something else that triggered you and you Mm -hmm. just needed help, like, you know, unpacking
1: that, so. Mm -hmm. And the the thing about with with life, um, like you guys were saying at the beginning, you know, you're going to experience some level of trauma. Uh, whether it was childhood, teenage years, in your 20s, 30s, 40s, there's always going to be something that can trigger um, trauma in your life. Yeah, Um, I definitely think
0: that, you know, because I'm a parent now, I'm very careful about, like, um, apologizing to my children Mm -hmm. because I realize I make mistakes even now, like, you know, and so I make sure I apologize because sometimes people hold things against their parents mm-hmm. when they get older and they're like oh i blame them for this or whatever whatever mm-hmm. and so i realized like i need to let them know i'm a human mm-hmm. you know and i do make mistakes i don't want them to grow up and be like yeah my mom never did this or she never she didn't even apologize so i'm i'm trying to be really cautious and aware of, of my um my actions and how i parent and Mm -hmm. you know showing them i'm a human and i make mistakes but i'm also going to apologize to you Mm -hmm. so that way i don't create no childhood trauma from whatever i did and i may think it's something small but to them you know it could be very hurtful
1: and i was going to say sometimes it's not even being intentional Mm -hmm. like you're not intentionally saying things to 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 harm someone Mm -hmm. it's it's how they receive it Mm -hmm. so you know that's um something too that you have to be aware yeah i actually came to that realization and that well we that
2: realization recently with my daughter who's only two but like i i try not to like i like to mix in my parenting style like there's a little bit of traditional there's a little bit of gentle parenting there's a little bit of disciplinary there's a little bit of child led involved um but i realized that like spanking your child or whatever the case is is not always the best route Um, so like, and I noticed like sometimes, like my main problem with Brielle is like when she's eating, like eating time, Mm -hmm. we really go back and forth because she just want to play and she just want to dabble and laugh. I'm like, girl, sit down and eat your food. Um, so I get, I notice, I get really frustrated and I was watching, um, Something on Hulu. I think it's called The Parenting. Something about parenting. Did you like bring the it up experience?
0: Yeah, the, I've heard of it. Someone uh, told me I should
2: watch it. Yeah, The Parenting Experience, um, which everybody should go check out if you're a parent or about to become a parent. <clears throat> but basically, I remember hearing on that show like um, one of the parenting styles that she was like, "Oh, I could never bring myself to spank my child because all you're doing is taking your anger out on them." So that just stuck with me because I realized like I'm the one getting irritated in that moment while she's just having a good time and because i'm irritated like i take that anger out on her by either you know swinging her leg or whatever the case is and and in those moments i notice that she gets really scared mm-hmm. so i just don't want to like you know put that i don't want to traumatize my child this early right, right you know right. like every time she eats or every time i lift my hand or my husband lifts his hand or raise our voice or whatever she like i don't want her to start flinching mm-hmm. or to continue to flinch or whatever so yeah just being really mindful and like i just like to pay attention to like she responds to me whether that's low voice or high voice because that indicates some level of trauma um the way
0: they respond Mm right right Mm -hmm. and every child is different um because i have five children and i heard something recently it was like um a a couple of siblings they live in the same house have the same mom and dad right one is older one is middle one is younger but their experience is different Mm -hmm. even though they have the same parents (coughs) live in the same house eat the same food Everybody is so individualized. You can't say, oh, I grew up in the same house. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. But no, like, everybody is so different, and they need different things. Mm -hmm. And a spanking for one kid may be necessary for them to learn, but just telling a child, I'm so disappointed in you, is good enough for another child. So Mm -hmm. you definitely, you know, Mm -hmm. like you said, you have to be mindful of that. Yeah, it's how they react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So That's good. That's good, guys. Yeah, it's, it's definitely... Uh, dependent upon the the child or the person. Yeah.
2: I think it's important to just... Um, I know I've said this in the last episode, but self-awareness is so key because you don't even realize... There's people out here who don't even realize that they're traumatized. Yeah. Like, there's people out here who's re- who realizes or who has not realized that because this happened way back when or because your mama did that or didn't do that or your dad did that and didn't do that, that you are the way you are and now you're going around possibly traumatizing other people because you don't know how to act or you know
1: whatever the case is so definitely be self-aware but that's hard that that's that's hard for some yeah yeah that's definitely hard how do we well that's another topic um how do we get people to identify (laughs) that you know with themselves but um that is a definitely a, a, a topic that maybe we can discuss um at a later Point, so but it's important yeah.
0: So we were joking like before here, and my sister was saying something. I was like, "Trauma, trauma. That's trauma." I was calling. We just we were just calling out things that that you know look like trauma because mm-hmm. uh, I was telling her that like your body is responding to your trauma. <coughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah. You know. So and and I
1: can bring up what it is is um, a lot of people always have something to say about my weight, but don't understand that. You're you're not the only person that's saying something. So when you have a whole bunch of people saying something about your weight, but really not understanding, you know, what's going on in my life or or um, having compassion or uh, sympathizing with me, but always have something to say, it has caused trauma, Um, especially in the family that we have. Weight is a is a major thing, and um, I have been traumatized by it because it's always been an issue for some. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we, like I said, we were laughing about it, and because she, had, I think I had said something, and and she said something back, but I was like trauma cause Oh, the way that the, I responded, the way that she responded, it was like she was ready. She was on defense. Yeah, cause because now I have to. Yeah, do now it. you're so programmed <laughs> to you know you're so programmed waiting for someone to say something that you have that response yeah. ready yeah you know what i mean yeah so like your body knows mm-hmm. you know that your body knows like even when you think you've forgiven someone you're like i forgive that that person but then when that person comes around you still yeah you're triggered mm-hmm. and so it's like dang like i thought i was like i thought i forgive that person but i guess i'm still dealing with the mm-hmm. side effect of that hurt you know mm-hmm. what i mean
2: yeah, I think it's that just goes to show you how important it is to talk through stuff mm-hmm. and to not like keep up this, you know, just to, to keep up these feelings like built feel up, like, because they will come out, like, uh, to either to the right person or to the wrong person in the wrong way, you know, like, so it's just important to heal, like, you know, we all have to heal, you know, because we're all traumatized, right, so we all have to be on a constant healing journey as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I think for me to you know and no one's perfect but I think you know we have to really be intentional about what we say and do Um, you know I try very hard to be positive like I I try to say something positive or you know I don't um, come out with something negative you know for a person because I understand I don't like negativity so, I'm not going to come at you with something negative. I'm going to try to say something positive. Um, and so, when you be int- intentional about what you say or do, you know, that can also, you know, um, it could be a trigger or not. So, I think, you know, just being really intentional with you, how you what you say and how you say it.
0: And, like, what helps, kind of going back to self-awareness, and in order to be intentional, you got to know that... You have a thing like Mm -hmm. so um let's just say like um you have daddy issues but you didn't know until you got into a relationship right or you got married and you're expecting your husband and spouse to be a certain way you don't realize it that you know that's linked to trauma but it's linked to trauma Mm -hmm. you don't realize why you're always expecting them to do this and do that and it's like well because you didn't have a dad it left a hole there and so now your traumatic experience you're kind of pushing it on that person and hopefully that person will let you know, like, hey, why, why do you expect so much from me? And then, you know, hopefully you can begin to unveil that. I mean, that has happened for me. I definitely learned that, oh, I have daddy issues. But it wasn't until, you know, my husband said something like, why, why do you always do this? And it's like, you know what, I don't know. I mean I, at first I said, I don't know. But now I was like, let me really think about why, why would I do this? And the Holy Spirit began to reveal some things to me. So
2: that's good right
0: right you definitely has got to pinpoint the root of all these feelings yeah 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 Ask, ask the Holy Spirit to help you um, figure it out and then there's plenty of people in the Bible who have similar issues that we do on earth mm-hmm. um, and so I would suggest you know reading the Bible looking it up seeing who else shares that same story you know mm-hmm. my problem is my mouth and I was like let me figure out what the Bible says about You know, (laughs) holding my tongue and you know, why? Why do I lash out? Why do I just say the things I say? What what has caused me to be this way? And so I had to do some self work and figure that out, you know?
2: Yeah, I think even just that, like, and not talking about you, but I think there's a lot of people that goes around and who are comfortable with having like anger issues or having like a mouth problem, like who are comfortable like, oh, that's just how I am. When the reality is you got a whole bunch of trauma that you haven't healed from. Right. And you're taking it out on everybody else. Right. right. So it's important to like, to like you said, maybe find what the Bible says about that. Mm -hmm. But it's also important to know like you've got some healing to do. Like that's not normal. Like it should not be normalized. Like you clearly are hurting
0: and you want the next person to hurt as well. Right. Right. And I a little bit just to give you some more information about why I kind of figured out why I'm, it's because like we kind of talked about it this morning because I'm the little sister right and so she sees me as little Erica my siblings see me as little Erica and so they don't take what I say serious sometimes <coughs> I mean I don't know I don't know where you are with that but I know my brothers definitely they I say something, they don't listen to a word I say my mom deals with that she don't listen to a word I say because in their eyes <laughs> I'm little Erica I don't we know know anything. that I don't know nothing. And so for the longest time, I'm just like, that's not fair. I want, I want, I feel like I don't have a voice. And so now that I have opportunity and I'm older, I'm like, let me just say whatever it is, but I'm not being intentional about how I'm saying it, the timing.
1: You know what I mean? But how do you know that no one's listening? Like, have, have you addressed it?
0: Based off of the responses? I can tell that in certain situations, you know, certain conversations, I can tell that they obviously didn't hear what I said. Mm. They kind of over, you know, I'm going to do it myself type of thing. Like, you know
1: what I mean? Like... Well, I don't think that's just you being a little sister. A lot of people just going to do it themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people are not open to receiving any type of feedback, no matter who it's right. coming from. Yeah, right, right, so, right. I don't, I wouldn't say that it's just you being the little sister. It's just people are not open to receiving anything yeah. from anyone else. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think from a spiritual standpoint, like... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, me and uh, my husband Rob, we were reading um, the first chapter of Joshua. It uh, was the last night. And in the first chapter, you know, Moses had died, and God had commissioned Joshua to lead the people over the Jordan to claim a new land that He promised them to, or promised Moses. Um, so we were just thinking, like, like, could you imagine, like, you taking the torch of somebody else who has so much weight on their shoulder? and you've got to convince these people to go over this Jordan and to like you know just ultimately help them to claim their land Mm -hmm. um and so I was just thinking about that today like modern times like if just just how much how much more distractions we have modern day 2023 technology social media relationships um singleness uh, just so many more distractions and how Cluttered our minds are nowadays that the voice of God may not come through to us Like it may not filter through as easy as it may have been to Joshua mm-hmm. and I say all this to say like In certain in terms of distractions. I feel like one of those distractions is trauma like way back when, when God was talking to Joshua, they didn't—he didn't have to worry about how this stuff we worried about today. Yeah. So in terms of like, I think it's so important. That's why I think it's so important to heal because I feel like you can just hear better, you can right. move better, right. you can like help right. people better, right. like right. Um, your kids, you can just nurture better, right? So I just feel like it's so important to um to limit to filter out those distractions, right, that we have received that we have kept up from childhood. Mm-hmm. Um. That way, we can just move better. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's
1: definitely um, burdens and, and weight lifted when yeah. you heal. Yeah. And, and you know it's okay to ask God to help you heal. Right. right. You know, because that's a He's the only one that could mm-hmm. really get you to heal. Right. you know. Right. 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 So um, that's part of my prayer is always you know Lord heal me. Right. Whatever part that I haven't even mentioned, yeah. heal me. And and then when you do know better. You got mm-hmm. like, to, to do better. Like, you got to
0: take steps to do better. But, and sometimes we talk about backsliding. Sometimes we do find ourselves moving backwards. But as long as we get right back on it. Um, and it reminded me of Romans chapter 7, verse 19, 25. Now, this is kind of long, so just mm-hmm. stick with me. Um, but it says, For the good that I will to do, I do not do. Mm-hmm. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Mm-hmm. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Mm -hmm. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man, but I see another law in my members, meaning his body, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Mm -hmm. So to like basically kind of wrap that together. He's saying that there's things that I wanna do but my body just won't do it. It mm-hmm. just won't do right. Mm-hmm. And we definitely need Jesus
1: to help us. Mm-hmm. We it, we just can't do it alone. Yeah, and from that scripture I always um, get as well, mm-hmm. is we always have to be, you know, repent. Mm-hmm. You know, because there are things that we want to do, but we sometimes we just can't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we always have to repent.
2: Yeah. So I think it's important to sort of um, touch on some traumatic experiences that we faced maybe physically sort of uh, like to our bodies or, you know, things that just have happened to us that has caused us trauma. Um, and I know for you, mom, you've had like your fingers smashed <laughs> in a door as a child. And I can imagine that traumatic experience then and how it's sort of like, you know, I don't know, weighed on you in your life and different moments in your life thus far, but did you want to talk about that?
1: I mean, we, we, we can talk about it. It it was something that happened to me when I was a little girl by my um my dad. And um my pinky finger has been um disfigured ever since. Um and, you know, it's smaller than the other, it it curves. It still grows a nail. It's a regular finger, but um, when it comes to getting my nails done and things like that, it um, it sometimes bothers me, uh, and it it it's not like my other fingers, um, but it is a part of me. It's a part of my testimony. It's a part of of of. Um, trauma and traumatic experiences that I've gone through to be able to speak about it um, today. I don't hate my dad for doing it. Um, You know, it was a mistake. It was an accident. Um, And so it's just part of my story um, that happened to me. And, um, you know, it it did not cause me to get bitter or resentful towards the person who, who did it. And so um, that is one good thing that that came out of it, because sometimes when things happen to us, we can slip into resentment. We can we can slip into um, bitterness and things like that. But that didn't happen. Um, And it's just a part of it's a part of me. It's a part of my story.
0: Yeah, honestly, I didn't even know, like unless you told me. That something was wrong with your finger. Like I look at, like I don't look at trans every day, but even growing up and in, and in, in, you know living with you, I'm like I never even noticed anything was really wrong with your finger until you said, yeah, like my finger is, you know, your nail's a little curved. But mm-hmm. some things, some things we blow up in our own minds, and in reality, it don't even really be, you know, sometimes anything, means, yeah. But that that's yeah. really good what you said, um, Brittany. You have a um, traumatic experience.
2: Yeah, well, I just want to touch on what you said, Erica. Like, I didn't even notice, Mom, that your finger was like that either growing up until you brought it to my attention. Um, And then that's—I think I was just so young that kind of got grossed out by the thought of like envisioning that happening. I was just like, "Ew." (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, like I didn't even notice. Um, Yeah. But yeah, um, for me though a traumatic experience that has happened in my life as a kid not even not even just talking just as children but just in our lives that has weighed on us um or has affected us thus far uh for me it was my eyelids like i remember going to sleep one night everything was cool and i woke up and like my eyes are like swollen shut i think i was in maybe like third grade and i was just i remember running to my mom's room like what's what's going on like what's wrong with me what's wrong with my eyes um, and then from then on, my eyelids have just been puffy. They've since reduced in size, but it's like, it's still there. So that that was a traumatic experience for me, um, going through my childhood, being made fun of, um, trying to like, you know, I think, and I was thinking about this like as an adult, like some people can just wake up and like, I guess be pretty or feel pretty or whatever the case is. But I think for me, like, for a lot of my life, it's like I had to make something out of nothing because that's just how much I thought these eyelids like just made me look ugly. Like that's how I felt like I was, you know? So yeah, that was a traumatic experience. And then having to go through surgery for doctors to find out what was wrong with it, like and never really coming to a resolution. Um, so just constantly feeling like, okay, well, this is, this is what makes me unique. That's great. But yeah, you know, at the end of the day, if I don't have really like an answer to it I guess medically it still sort of left me lost for a long long time in my life so yeah that was that's my story a little bit of my story
1: and I think with that um when we can't when there's no medical term diagnosis or whatever it, then it's, it's spiritual. It's a, it's, it's a spiritual thing that you're dealing with. And I think a lot of times we don't even realize that it can be a, a spiritual attack. And so, uh, with, with your, your eyelids, we now know through revelation that we had that it, it, it's a, it, a spiritual a, attack. And so, you know, with that you deal with it differently you know mm-hmm. what I mean, um there's nothing that a doctor can can tell you, only God, yeah. you know, so, but the yeah. good thing is God revealed to us what it was,
0: yeah yeah and and he can still heal you, you know, well, we say she healed, she healed in mm-hmm. Jesus name, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, there has been seasons in my marriage where um you know, we've had communication issues and things like that, but I'm learning that I needed to, me and my husband needed to have these issues. So that way I can learn how to be a better communicator. Um, Because I do think that like the one thing I want our listeners to take from this is that your purpose or your assignment in life uh, are revealed in your trauma. The things you go through, like there's something, like some of it can be spiritual attacks, like Tiffany said about, you know, uh her hand getting smashed. That was an attack, obviously. She'd been getting attacked since she she can she can pinpoint. She'd been getting attacked all her life. Brittany, you know, like she said, it was spiritual. And so as we begin to really look at our lives, um, a lot of these things kind, kind of like pinpoint us to like our assignment and our purpose in life. So me having marital issues, is pinpointing me to my assignment because whatever God wants me to do, I'm gonna have to have um, good communication. I'm also gonna have to be very active in using all of the fruits of the spirit because <laughs> uh, love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, goodness, faith, all of that has been a, uh, a season where it has been tested. Um, but I do believe that God is using all the experiences we go through, all the attacks, he's using it, using it for his glory. Um, which brings me to a scripture um, which gives us hope, which is uh, Romans eight twenty eight, And it says, um, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. So, I mean, with all the traumatic experiences that we deal with, all things work together for
1: good. So. Yeah. And you have to, you have to know that, um, what this, this life that we live, it's not always going to be cookies and cream. Um, God, you know, he allows things to happen, to grow us up, to make us stronger, to show us who, who we are inside. Um, how to pray, um, to be able to help others. There's a lot of different reasons why he allows certain things to happen in our lives. Um, But just know if you're a child of God, that, you know, God still has his hand on you, no matter what you're going through, whatever you're facing. And he wants you to come to him in regards to it. And sometimes it's just for that particular reason for us to go to Him and and seek Him and trust Him through it. Um, and so, it's not something that is just because there's a reason, and it's a season.
0: Right, right. I will also want to. I was going to say. I also want to read one more scripture. Um, And this in Romans is chapter four, verse 20 through 21. And the writer is talking about Abraham. He said, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God um, and being fully convinced that what he, meaning God, had promised he was able to perform. And so I think that is to wrap this whole conversation up. We have trauma everyone's going to go through trauma everybody's, everybody's going to go through something traumatic but it says that you know we have to have faith and praise god through it and he will get us to it amen so yeah amen so any last remarks Brittany? you had something to say um no
2: nope i'm good no further remarks from me
0: Well, this was a good episode. Um, I thank you guys for being transparent, open with me and with the listeners, um, because I do believe when you share a testimony that somebody is getting delivered, somebody is getting healing from hearing your story. So I do appreciate that. Um, I want to leave you guys with Ephesians chapter two, verse 10, which says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So let's pursue healing from our trauma so we can walk in our purpose. All right. And so we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye.